Welcome to our podcast episode, where we are going to talk about the political conflict between Democrats and Republicans. I'm your host Adonis Berardi and for today I have invited a special guest with whom I want to talk about the topic. It's Nadem Raymond. <laughs> Welcome Nadem. How are you doing? Doing good today. How are your kids? Which kids? <laughs> I thought that we are doing this podcast the American way. Nadem, <clears throat> it's a School project, and we are just 18 years old. Well, you never know. Nowadays, every 12 year is getting pregnant, and okay, 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 I got your point. But let's come back to the topic of today. Nadim, the society in the United States are split in Democrats and Republicans. How does that came? You have to understand that there are only two really big parties in the states. Like you already said, those are the Republicans and Democrats, which are often visualized as elephants and donkeys. So just like the animals, the intentions of these parties couldn't be more different. For instance, the Republicans do think that abortion isn't right and shouldn't be legal. This results in a movement called pro-life. And that is the complete opposite of the pro-choice movement started by Democrats. As the name pro-choice already tells, this is a movement focusing on an independent decision for women when it comes to abortion. Okay, so if I understand correctly, the difference between Republicans and Democrats are then casing a lot of trouble in the society of America. Exactly. It's the reason for many problems there. But how does it affect the American people? As a German, it's really hard to understand for me how this would like for me if I was an American, since the parties in Germany are not as different as in the United States. The point is that the majority of the Republican voters are living in flyover states. What does flyover states? Flyover states are the rural states of America. They are economically far behind the West and East Coast states. Does that mean that the economically power of states is depending on the voting behavior of the people living there? Basically, yes, because economically strong states are pretty modern and have other values than the rural states, which have commonly Christian and traditional values. Could I compare the Republicans with the city rule of Germany? No, you cannot, because the overall politic and party system is entirely different compared to Germans. There is an other meaning of being a conservative here. As a European, I feel like the idea of two-based voting system is... There are more than two parties. Yeah, I know about in the end, only two parties are successful. I said that because I heard that the voting system influenced the political behavior as well. 
Why do you think like that? When a party is winning in a state by getting more than 50% of the votes, the entire state is ruled by the senator. The winner gets all. Also, the people are only voting for the two strongest parties because they feel like only then the votes get a meaning. Yeah, I do understand what you mean. Yet, I still think that their choice of voting is about the tradition background of the individual. They identify themselves with either, either Republicans or Democrats as they share their values. I got if I got it correctly, you're also saying that they're a proud of their vote? They're kind of fanatic about it. What do you mean by fanatic? Do they tend to use violence? Sometimes it's the case. May you give me an example? There was a demonstration going on in a place called Chartwell and some radical Republicans drove into a group of Democrats, harming a lot of people and even killing some. That is, that is plain cruel. Indeed, people are getting angrier because of it and therefore the pit between Democrats and Republicans is getting bigger. That does remind me on some statistic I hear I have seen earlier. Tell me what you know. According to the paper titled Left Mass Partnership, they found out that 23% of Republicans and 20% of Democrats believe that it's occasionally acceptable to send terrifying messages to public officials. 15% of Republicans and 20% of Democrats agree that the country would be better if large numbers of partisans, the public today, just die. And the most shocking, in my opinion, is that 9% of sides agree that violence would be acceptable if their opponents won the presidential election 2020. Political violence is currently a common issue within demonstration. There are also radical organizations, for example, they are carrying flags of the southern states. That sounds very proactive. Imagine you seeing that as an African-American. Yeah, your ancestors had fight against slavery and many people had to die. Yet there are still people around her supporting such a stupid idea of what they call a state. That is how America rolls. I thought the Miller report would cool down the situation in the States, but... As you bring this up, I have to say that the so-called Miller report is a critical topic. True. Most people thought it would change something or could create a cooperation between Republicans and Democrats, but nothing happened. I was sure that it wouldn't change anything. The media is biased and tries to direct their viewers. They feed them influenced informations. How strong is the influence of the political media? 
stronger than most people would consider. At first, it seems legitimate that some channels are more based on their specific political direction, but there is a big issue with non-critical thinking. Okay, so the people watching those basing channels to think in a bubble since they only hear positive things about their party there. Exactly. I feel kind of scared when I think about how in Germany media tries to stay as neutral as possible. But in other countries like the United States, people are getting manipulated by media and are their terrible in their own minds. Thinking everything what the party is doing is right and keep themselves shut off from other sources. The radicalism will never change like that. The best way to avoid political violence is to change the concept of media in general. At least some people may leave their mind bubble then. We need strong and brave personalities who makes a step forward into bringing the splitting political sides together, creating a foundation for more tolerant society in the United States. Absolutely. All right, Nadine. Thank you for joining us. That was a good talk. Thanks, Adonis. Sure it was. Hopefully you have learned something and enjoyed listening to us. I would like to end this podcast with a quote. I will never forget about who falls asleep in a democracy will wake up in a dictatorship.